Sean Sorak. I am Sean the Keenan Torres in here. And of course, I am joined along with. It's your boy Sorak the Mike. Sean, I, I honestly think I'm just going to go with Sorak. I'm just going to stay with it. I can't, I can't remember enough names of myself. All my passwords for my online accounts are just, I don't know who to be anymore. And I'm still looking for that look. Like, if you would have saw my hair before this, before I put this hat on, you would understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. So right. now on. Don't even try. Don't try. This is this is this is haircut. You know, haircut week. Obviously, this is why I got the hat on. So okay, okay, yeah. okay. But, you but know, it's that, not just it's not just two of us. Not just the both of us today. Yeah, we yeah, also have friend, family. I'm trying to think of another F word I could put it there. Just kidding. I can put that. <laughs> I mean, um, I can think of some words, but you might not like them. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. But listen, my girl, Affy, who's joining Yo. us today, you know, third host. Yeah, we, yeah. we love her. Coming Welcome in to the show. Straight from up, Dallas, up, Dallas, Texas. She's just visiting from Dallas, Texas, by the way. So she's smart like me. When it's cold, you get your ass down here to the south. Get out of there. Warm. Affy, how we doing? How you doing this afternoon? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys doing? We we're are. doing fine thank yeah. you for coming on the show we really sure, appreciate it sure. Affy, we have a million questions for you um but Let's we would love it. for you to you know i mean obviously Let's introduce I know who, yourself a little yeah, bit i know who you are but introduce yourself it. let us know what you do how you do it and why you get at it i'm Affy. i'm 29 i'm um east african from eritrea i'm originally from grand rapids michigan um, I do a lot of traveling, so I'm usually in a different state every six months, you know, okay. just promoting myself. I'm mm -hmm. an artist. I do hip hop um, and spoken word. I do contests all over the states. And yeah, you know, we just out here trying to boom the music, get our name right. out, get introduced to the world, you know? Wait, wait. I didn't know you did spoken word. That you you kind of yeah, you, you slid that in there kind of sticky. Spoken word? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? I mean, I, I mean come on, most artists. Yeah, I was about to say, most artists, you know. If, they, if they're in the rap game, probably do spoken word first. What? what? I'm just saying. So I, I actually started doing spoken word when I was like probably 13. Okay. And it, it actually started in the Havishaw churches when I was younger. And um, our church was connected to another church in the city. And okay. I entered into their contest and I won the contest. And I was like, hey, I might be actually good at this. So I kept doing it. And next thing you know, you know, I started touring with it. And I actually did the Black College tour. I actually okay. won the Black oh, College nice. tour nice. like four years in a row. What's some of the colleges you went to, if you don't mind, if you don't mind. Um, my favorite one that I did was Spelman out of all of them, but we actually, there were so many, there were so Spelman's many, there, there, there was no, Spelman was my favorite just because of how unified they are and how uh -huh. strong they are. They were really like, it was such a powerful experience just even being on the campus and being around all of those young adults and, and just watching how, you know, they were just so loving what they do and loving getting the education that they needed in order to grow. And it just was so motivating to be around them because they were very just inspirational, you know? Right. Yeah. Damn, four years in a row? You back to back to back. Oh, uh, yeah. I was back to, to back. back with it. Yeah, so that, they, they that first stand. win, though, you was probably like, oh, my God. The first win, it was lit. You know, I got a check for $8,000. I thought it was nice. amazing. Sean. <laughs> you know? We need to and back then I was so young, I didn't know what eight thousand right. dollars was. And what's so crazy is I remember taking a thousand dollars and giving the rest of the money to my parents, not realizing what I had gave them. And <laughs> I'm like, I got a thousand dollars. I'm gonna go to the mall and buy yeah, you know your parents you are like, you know, like what is this? You said you selling the drugs? <laughs> yeah, like, no, yeah. My mom and dad were like, What did you do to get this money? And I'm like, I won a poetry contest, and they're like what? <laughs> 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 hey, hey, someone walking in your house with eight G's, you're like, hey, where do you get that from, man? Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be your my first man, question. My, my mom, you know, it's so funny. It's like my mom used to think I was full blown gang banging. Like, she oh, was wow. like, yeah, my daughter's in the streets. It ain't no taking her out because I used to come home. Like, I, I always was in a contest every week. Right. I would, whatever contest I could find, you know, I would get on Craigslist and whether it was in Ann Arbor, Lansing, Chicago, where I would drive wherever just to do it. And so I would win so many of them and I would just come home and be like, here, mom, put this away. You know, I take what I needed. And she'd just be like, what are you doing? You don't have a job. Where are you I'm getting this money from? Poetry. Yeah, <laughs> we don't understand. I'm, it's a new type of drug. That tree is poetry. It right. pays a lot better. <laughs> nah, that's, that's amazing. Like, you know, it's, it's one, like I said, you know, winning four in a row is, is, is amazing. But like, you know, the, how do you, when you say you just did it, like you had a feeling to just to go on the spoken word or like, cause I always, I always you know, suspected um, artists yeah. who just growing can, up, go ahead. 
growing up, my older brother and sister, um, my brother did battle rap. He was he used okay. to always battle rap with his homeboys. And then my sister yeah. started doing hip hop. So it was like watching them and watching their sound, it would always make me be like, I wonder what I could do. But when right. I would write, it would come out as poetry. And I was just a little more comfortable with the poetry because with hip hop, you have to have a certain type of delivery, you know what I mean? And I just wasn't at that point yet in my life. So I would start with the spoken word, just learning my styles, learning my flows. And then once mm -hmm. I got to a point where I felt confident, I kind of put that beat behind it and was like, okay, let's switch it up. Let's let's add some rhythm to it. Right. What, what got you into spoken word? Um, I My sister used to have a showcase at a coffee shop on Madison and Hall in Michigan. And um, I used to go all the time. And when I went, it would just be her and about seven of her friends. And they would get on stage and they would do spoken word poetry all night. And I used to think it was so cool. And when I was younger, I, was, I had it really tough on learning how to kind of speak out about my feelings. If something was right. bothering me, I never really mm. knew how to talk to people. I still so it was kind that. of like my way of talking to people without having to actually do it. And I just started putting my stories into my my. my pieces and it just went up from there was it always comfortable like in, in front of strangers i think that's probably the biggest like drawback for why people probably wouldn't do it you know it's like you know what's crazy with me is like i can stand in a room and perform in front of a thousand people comfortably mm -hmm. but i'd be mm -hmm. more nervous to perform in front of three because with a thousand people you're not connecting with everyone right. with three people you're connecting with those three people for sure so i guess i get more nervous in smaller crowds so I guess doing the spoken word is what kind of helped because in those events, a lot of times it's a small, small circle. Right. So it kind of helped me get over those jitters and get over those fears. You know, your first couple of times, yeah. kind of grandma shaky on the mic, but <laughs> after so many times you get up there and you're like, okay, now I'm feeling myself. I can, I can let it out. Right. Yeah. Damn, I'm, I'm this, proud of you. Thank <laughs> like, you. Genuinely proud of you because I, I, thank I, you. I suck at anything poetic or emotions. You know, I'm more of a <laughs> bland type of face. So I heard you. You know, you've been at a few venues and, and all. Is there a certain venue or a certain place that you enjoy most most performing at? Um. Or yeah, do you have a favorite I would performance? say out of yeah, I, I would say my favorite performance would have had to have been um the artist cash dog came to michigan mm -hmm. and you know she's originally from detroit but she had came to grand rapids to do an event and it was at the orbit room and it sold out to the point where the wow. whole building was completely packed wall right. to wall and i was so nervous to get on stage because usually you know I, i've done a few club events but i've never done anything that big and i didn't right. know it was going to be that big and so, nope. yeah, yeah. And, and Cash <laughs> actually gets there and actually has a pep talk with me. And she's like, you got this. You could do it. And, and I just remember like, dang, like, I can't believe she's even talking to me. Right. Uh, and I, I <laughs> they call me out on stage and the reaction that my city gave me was so powerful. And, and it, it, it was such a memorable moment. And I just remember getting up there and doing my thing and mm -hmm. hearing them give me feedback to my music. It was it was a high that I probably have never forget in my life. Like that was amazing. Wow, that's, oh, that's I mean, great. like, can you? I can, I can imagine that. Like, I know you just gotta go out and do your thing, right? Is it like? Yeah. I mean, I know, I'm sure the nerves were probably crazy, but like, you know, it's like as nervous as you are, it's like those last step, couple of steps before you hit the stage, it goes away. Yeah. Because once you see it, you're like. This is me. Yeah, this once, is what I wanted. Like once you over is, that it's, line, it's, it's, it's like it. yeah, all that it's practice, game over. all that spoken. My work manager always in. laughs at me because I'll be backstage going through my little motions, and I'm like, oh, okay, I gotta do this, do this. You know, I have my little mm -hmm. things that I do right before I hit the stage, and he always laughs at me because he always says, "You look so nervous," and <laughs> you get on stage and blow my mind every time. I'm always sitting here like, how does she do that? Like she gets up there and it just, and it's like it just comes natural to me once that microphone is in my hand. I'm I'm completely in my zone, in my character, and I'm ready mm -hmm. to perform. Wow, that's, that's great. That's I mean, you know, props to that. But you know, you're right. You know, I always tell people, you know, once you know, once you you get past that, like, I mean, there's always gonna be that fear that, like you said, that nervousness. But like, you know, with, with the experience, with like you said, doing a spoken word. It, I mean, I'm still kind of wrap my head around the four years in a row. But you know, winning the spoken word, um, and, and everything you've accomplished, no matter how nervous you are, it's like you know, you kind of go into that, like, uh, uh, in the zone, you know, moment where, like, you're not even really thinking. 
once you get upon right. the stage. Yeah. It's just right. Absolutely, it just comes out. Coming out. Coming out. It just comes out. You kind of forget any kind of nerves you're having, and it just it just goes. Okay, fair. So I listened to the album. I like it. It just came out right yeah. October. Yeah, uh, just back. October fifteen. That sounds. It sounds nice, man. And I watched yeah, the, uh, yeah, the music video. Really like I ain't gonna lie. Like you know, when I'm on, when I'm on Spotify, right? You know, like you know, the, you got the <laughs> the mainstream. You know, the the, the Drakes, the the uh, Kanye. So you know, that's always like pop up on your home page, right. right? So you know, but now I'm starting to kind of venture out and like trying like new artists, people I've never heard before, recommendations and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I listen to yours, and like I just I put it on my my my. Um, uh, my speaker here and I don't I'm not the type to like I, I guess you can say if I'm going through an album I don't even read like the title of the song I just let mm-hmm. it play and I'm just listening right. I'm just listening and it went through everything and everything not only was good but it, it sounded good it sounded good mm-hmm. and I yeah. think you know a lot of people start off like especially in in music as an artist like you you know you don't you may not know the technical side of it, like like for us right, right now. You know, if I didn't know what I was doing, I probably wouldn't even have a headset or anything. You know, what I mean, like it just you know you, when you just starting off. But you know, like the quality of sound sounds amazing, and when that sounds amazing, I can hear you clearly. Your voice sounds amazing, and then it it just it, it flows so well. So I love it. I'm gonna promote it as Thank hard you. as I can. And I'm, <laughs> Thank I'm you. Really, it really it really does sound Thank good. You. I mean, some of the lyrics you had in there, uh, especially. Oh, I wrote it down too. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> no, 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 it was it was really good. It's in there, uh, in there. Well, the one I heard, which was I had it right here. Not part two. It was it wasn't after reloaded either. See, I got your I got your thing pulled up right here, just so you know. Oh, he be doing, he be doing <laughs> research, research. Uh, right, oh yeah, the the why you mad on the, on the why you mad one. You know that was pretty good. You talk about um uh. uh Two grand don't last long. Two grand don't last exactly. long. So nope. why are you mad? Nope. Uh, that was a great. You better lyric. make a flip. That was, that was, that was a great <laughs> lyric. The fact that you you talk about your eight grand a second ago, like you, you got that check, and you're like, oh, I got this check. Let me go spend a little bit. I guess you learned from that one check for this song. Like, that's, that's what that's I'm you gotta you gotta learn the power of it and the power of investing in and making that multiply and come back to you. Because some people get that first fifteen minutes of fame and and what comes with it, and they get yep. so caught up in that that it'll go right past you and you'll be sitting there confused like what happened and i just try to make sure i don't fall for that you know like when i first started doing music in the city i took off and at first i kind of got big-headed like oh i'm i'm the truth you know ain't nobody messing with me and then boom a couple other girls started doing music and they took off too and i'm like oh that's how fast it can be taken away you know that's how fast you can get about to so it's like you got to always stay on your toes. I tried to put out visuals with all of my projects because I want you to be able to see me. I want you to see me, hear yep. me, all the above, you know? Right. And I always tell artists, like, a lot of new artists mess up because they'll have one video and 100 songs on SoundCloud. Yes. A lot of people are not going to connect with you like that. You know what I mean? Exactly. They want to see you. They want to know that you're just like them. They want to connect with you. They want to feel what you're saying. So I try to put out as many visuals as I can. and um this what this project took so much because we we went through a name change you know when i was younger i used to go by tokyo when i was doing mm-hmm. spoken word they used to call me tokyo drift because of how quick i used to catch on to how to hey, do it there we go. and i nice, i went by nice. tokyo for years you know and then when i got older and i i went over to the music side it was like no matter how many times i tried tokyo just wasn't connecting to me i just felt like it wasn't me and what's so crazy is I remember packing up my stuff and moving to California and I'm like, I'm going to go meet Nipsey Hussle and I'm going to get signed by Nipsey Hussle. And I had a date in mind that I was going to go in there and show him what I had. Mm-hmm. And everybody kept telling me, go, just go up there. And I kept mm-hmm. saying, no, I don't want to go until the, the package is ready. And what's so crazy is a week before the planned date that I had to go into the store, he was killed. Mm-hmm. And I just remember my whole world just breaking. Like I just Nipsey yeah. Hussle has been my favorite artist since he came out, hands mm-hmm. down. Like I, I've mastered him to every ability. And it's like when that happened, it took so much for me. And and those first two weeks after his death, I went on Crenshaw every day, and I sat out there with the people on Slauson, and I, I would talk to people and just hear so many stories about the neighborhood right. and how Nipsey was and, and what he did for people. And as I was out there because I was going so many times, they started recognizing me 
Mm-hmm. And when I would pull up, they'd be like, yo, Africa, what's up, Africa? <laughs> and everybody kept calling me that. They'd just be like, yo, Africa. And I'm just like, I like that because that's who I am. And that's what I feel. And that's what I put out. So I'm like, I'm calling myself Affy. We're going to stick with Affy and uh-huh. we're going to push Affy. And, and, and now when people say, why is that your name? I could tell them it's, it's short for Affy. Yeah, you gotta, see, you know? that's why I'm struggling because... I don't, you know, I don't got no. It takes time. It takes, I always tell people when you try to force the name, it's never going to work. You have to kind of let it come to you and then boom, you're in the game. All right. It's going to just click. It's just going to click one day and you're going to be like, that's my name, right? All right. All right. So I'm about to restart. Do you have a dream venue that you want to, that you want to perform in? Like say, um, I, say yeah, I know I made like it. Like a Madison Square Garden or something. Yeah, yeah. it's Madison Square. It's Madison, Madison Square. Square. Yeah. I want I want to be able to say that I sold out Madison Square before I die. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a big dream, but it's like it's it's. I'm no, like I don't a, care. I'm sure both sides. Listen, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm rooting for you. I want it to happen, but you have to guarantee me some backstage passes. Okay, that's I all. That's all I'm saying. Backstage passes. Record. Like who's that? Y'all are staying worthy. We we checked up. <laughs> we checked up. Back? <laughs> so would you? So you would say that you know Nipsey is is you think that's is that your main motivation or it's just one of yeah main? that Nipsey is literally my daily motivation. Um, I I am so moved by his knowledge mm-hmm. and the things that he taught when he was here, and you know I just there's so many things about him that I really look up to. Another mm-hmm. artist that I really look up to like that is Missy Elliott. She's one of my favorites as well. Um, her grind, her just her drive and everything she does. Mm-hmm. I love it because me, you know, I do hip hop and I do music, but I'm also a songwriter. I, okay. I'm also a songwriter for a few different artists and I do a lot of production. So it's like, I like to be behind the scenes just as much as I like to be in front of the camera right. too. Yeah. And that's why I really look up to Missy because Missy empowers that. She's in every field. She has her hands in every way. And it's just like, I love that about her because that's where I, I see myself going. Right. Okay. No, yeah, that's, that's definitely important, you know, and, uh, and Sean, you know, he'll back this up, you know, when we talk to other yeah. people who have just kind of started in podcasts and, and we're, to be honest, we're, we're still new. Like, I mean, we're at mm-hmm. baby stages, but one thing I've learned is, you know, it, it's good to know like all aspects around it. Right. Like you said, yeah. you know, especially with the music. Yeah. Don't just, you know, be a rapper, you know, try work on your vocals, try to sing, you know, be a producer, yeah. be a writer, director, definitely, the definitely you know, get behind what, the camera. Right. So like, you know, the, what I tell Sean is like, you know, I want us to be, you know, if something happened, one of us can do this all by themselves. They can work the camera. They don't understand the mics. They know, you know, they understand the lighting. They know how to edit videos. They know how to edit all this stuff like that. So that's important because, you know, it, it brought something can your, always happen. Something can yeah, always happen. And then, yeah. And then, you know, but it's nice to always know you have a backup. Like, say, if right. God forbid one of us gets sick, he, I'm like, look, I can't do the show. He's got it. I know he's got it. I know he's, he's like, okay, I'll just do this little. It may not look as good as when I edited it. But it'll look good. But 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 that just I try to give credit, and now you talking shit. But no, no, I have I have a caveat to that. But that's my that's my area. That's where I do most of my editing. He does most stuff on Spotify and all that stuff. So when it yeah. comes to the sound, I know for a fact he's got it. He, yeah. he can come to me and say, "Hey, Sean, I need you to do this for me for for record for for sound because I can't do it. It's not going to sound as good." I, I can admit you should, it. You should see me. I'd be but like, "You can do it." I'm in my like I, I, I'm at my place, and you know. I flip out if I hear like the dogs barking in the, in the other room. Like, <laughs> but it's, like, it's little stuff like that. We didn't know? do it's, a show because of it. We didn't do a yeah, show because you know of dogs barking. <laughs> yeah, cause, well, because when you when you play it back and you know you can you can hear the I can hear the little stuff. I I know stuff like that. But yeah, you know, I want to bore you with that. So what <laughs> one of the questions I did have. So you know, just like we had to just um back in you know March and still going on now with the whole COVID situation. Yeah. Like how. I mean, artist wise, how did that like affect you? So what I tell everybody about the COVID situation is for mainstream artists, Mm -hmm. COVID really messed them up because Mm -hmm. they're not getting shows. They're not getting events. They're not getting their money that they get from those. Now for underground upcoming artists, COVID was probably the best thing that could hit us. And the reason why I say that, because this is such a time for us to drop visuals, drop music, drop projects, and people are at home and they can watch it. My views during COVID have sprouted way much than 
when people are out at work, out busy, out having things to do. You know, this is uh -huh. like the most, it's crucial for upcoming artists. I, I told everybody, I know 2020 came with a lot of L's, but if you're an upcoming artist, this should have been your year to sprout and to promote yourself to the highest extent because everybody's at home. Very true. And, and you know, and I'm, uh, I'm glad this, you said this one, I'm sorry, I just want to butt in here real quick. Um, in case for whatever reason we get disconnected, we'll join right back. But for some reason, Zoom's acting funny right now. Just want to look it up. Oh, okay. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. So. But um, no, I'm, I'm glad you said that because like, you know, even discussing the whole like Zoom situation when it, like you said, the, the, the mainstreamers are, are losing because their revenue, like you said, is off concerts and venues and, and so on and so forth. But, you know, yeah. for us, it's like, all right, now it's a even playing field pretty much right yeah. it doesn't yeah. matter right now youtube yeah. is free zoom is free you know i mean every absolutely phone has you know a with those mainstream artists people want to see them people want to hear them people right. want to you know because they're already comfortable with them they know them they you know they know what mm -hmm. they're coming with now people are at home and when these mainstream artists are not dropping every week because they don't do that people like us can come in and drop every week and sooner or later one yeah. of those videos is going to hit yeah. your playlist one of yeah. those videos is going to hit your timeline and a lot of people well, was just exposed. I mean, you yeah, know, yeah. I mean, and and the like, most, uh, the, the the best thing that we've gotten so far is because of the fact that the mainstream artists can't do shows and stuff. You know what they're doing? Promo. Throw mm -hmm. us some money, and we'll promo you on our social sites because they're not getting yep. no money. I've gotten yeah. so many different artists to promote me for the low right now because they're just looking for any really? type of way to make some money. What's that? What's, what's that? Some, what? Go ahead. What's one of one of your some of your uh, uh, promos that you like? Some of the people that you got to do it for you. Um, um, I've probably got promo from every artist in Detroit. Um, oh, Detroit's okay. really popping right now on the promo. They're giving out really, really good deals. Um, we got promo from, oh, I just got promo from, uh, Jadakiss. That was awesome. What? Oh, Jadakiss. nice. Jadakiss. Nice. Jadakiss. Jadakiss. Oh, posted nice me on his story. I said that it was, was nice to him, like, he said yeah. <laughs> it. was nice huh? Yeah, Jada, I, I actually reached out to Jada and he, you know, he gave me a really good deal on, him hosting my tape. So that's our next project we're working on. I'm going to drop a song and Jada's going to host it. I'm actually going to sample one of his old songs and remake okay. it. And then oh, we're wow. Nice. On the hosting of it. So Damn, yeah, that's going to be really, really That's what's up. You're doing it. Doing yeah, it. I'm trying, world. man. I'm trying. Yeah. My manager, like, shout out to my manager, Ruben Martinez, Mr. TWC. He's so hands on with my work. He's so okay. hands on with my projects. And, you know, a lot of times when I'm not thinking of stuff, he's, he's up late stuff. night thinking of stuff. And I'll wake up in the morning and he'll send me a whole schedule of stuff that he needs me to go do. And it's just like, Jadakiss, he was the one who even told me about the whole Jadakiss hookup. He's like, get on it, do what you gotta do. And I'm like, all right, bad. That's what I'm talking about. Shout out, shout out to Ruben. I, yeah. I, yeah. Ruben, I, I know, well, I know of him. I don't, he probably don't know, recognize me, but shout out to Ruben. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, like Ruben actually, um, in, in New York, I just went to New York uh, last month and he sent my music in to Hot 97 without okay. me knowing. And one day I'm knocked out and I get a text and they're like, get online. Uh, DJ Drewski and his people are playing your song right now. And I'm like, what? So I get online and I'm watching his little um, video copyright? where he's, he's going, no, he's going through songs that people have sent him right. and my song mm -hmm. pops up in rotation. And as they're playing it, they're all talking about how hot I sound. Long story short, he gets in touch with Ruben and they call me and they're like, hey, bring her to New York. We want to interview her. I'm like, oh. yeah, right. I'm thinking it's a joke. You know, I'm like, yeah, right. I fly out to New York. I meet DJ Drewski. He gives me an interview. They play my song on the radio. It was bananas, like bananas. <laughs> nice. and, he, and Drewski was like, you know, it's really nice meeting you, but I just want to say I, I am a fan now because I feel like the next time I meet you, we're going to be huge. Like, and it yeah, he's going to be asking for tickets just, just like me. Like, oh, yo, let me do the best face passes. That's crazy. That's, that's. But that's what's supposed to happen, right? When you when you yeah, put the absolutely. hustle in, put the grind in, you got you know uh, a, a manager who is on your butt, worse than your you know your parents can be. Then you know those that sets you up for success, you know. And everybody, definitely. you know, everybody has different opportunities and and whatnot. But yeah, you you definitely moving in the right direction. Um, yes, yeah. I mean the endorsement you're getting, and the the fact that you have a have a goal being you you know a lot of people just say i just want to perform on stage you're like right. no this is i know i made it once yeah. i hit madison square exactly that's, that's a good that's a good thing like i've even told Sirac, i'm like look if we take our show on the road we can actually get to play in in the garden that'd be, that'd be great if we can actually I'm down for whatever do our show in the garden yeah. 
because that's what we want to have people come like, well, up and people ask questions. You know, I mean, we have a comedy like show. You know, we we, we want to make you laugh on the show. That's you know a right. part of it. So we can definitely appreciate you uh, want bring it, coming on and and sharing that and knowing Absolutely. that yeah, that goal that, is a hard that's is a hard goal to reach for us. But yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. And and just grind. some of the ideas you, know, you brought. This, it's just grinding and, and just staying consistent and staying on top of your craft. Like even when I drop my tape, I have a couple of features on there and I just, we invested, we put the money down to get them on the songs. And it's like, I remember back in the day, I used to be like, I ain't finna pay nobody for these songs. And then it's like, you can't, in order to make money, you gotta put in money. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's like, you be feeling salty. You be like, hey, you wanna do a song with me? And they like, ah, you gotta pay this shit. And it's like, before I, I, I used to wonder when they said that, but now I respect it because when people reach out to me, I'm like, hey, I have a set price on how much I charge for my features. Right. And you know, yeah. we just go from there. But what was so dope, like even on my project, um, one of the artists that I did a song with is Rocky Bat. And she's a, a big name in Detroit. And when I reached out to her to do the song, we paid for the feature. We went out to Detroit, we got in the studio. Um, we got a brand new beat from her engineer and we mm -hmm. started working on the song. She liked it, which is the song Lost It All on the tape. She liked the song so much. She asked me to jump on her tape and do a song mm -hmm. with her. And I just remember being like, oh my like, God, uh, Rocky, that's going to cost you. So I'm like, that's going to cost you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm like, I'm like, hell yeah, let's do it. I actually jump on the song with her. She actually comes to Grand Rapids to shoot the video. And I bring all my people out, you know, we just do it real big for her. And then mm -hmm. for my video, she called all her people out and we went to Detroit and we started out there and it was so lit. And it was just like, wow, I paid this girl for a feature. And then she turned around and put me on her tape. You know what I mean? And it's right, like, yeah. she has so many fans. I get on Instagram right now, you turned, I get you, so you, many tags from her. Like people would tag me like, oh, I, I found you from Rocky Bad's page. I love your music. I'm tuned in now. And it's just like, wow, like. And she doesn't have to do that. And even to this day, she still calls me randomly and mm -hmm. she'll just check in like, hey, girl, how you doing? How's the music? What you got going on? Like for an artist at her stature to even want to reach out to me and still keep in contact, like it was so dope, you know? Yeah, but you, you got, you know, you, I think you get to the point where you're realizing like, you know, you growing, right? So like now yeah, it's like, definitely. you know, you go in into a situation, you know, asking for a favor or like, or not even ask for a favor, but like, you know, hey, you know, I'll pay if I can get this from you. And turns out, you know, at the end of the day, they should be paying you to get it, you know, from you. Yeah. So it's just right. like, and, and, and it's all about the levels, you know, like, yeah. that's how you shake hands and move up through the, through the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that starting in, I was paying people and now I'm to the point where people are paying me to do songs with them. So it's like, now I'm starting to see like how it works, how you elevate, how you get to that next stage, how you get right. to that next level. And, and it's dope, you know, it's a growing process. It always feels good when you accomplish those things. Like, I remember the first time I got paid for a feature, I was charging 50 bucks. And this dude was like, I wanna do a song. And I was like, I just, I just tried. I was like, all right, I charged 50. All right, and he's what? like, all right, I got you. And I just was like, oh my God, I'm about to get $50 to do a song. I was so lit. And oh it's like, now goodness. I'm charging a thousand and people pay a thousand. And I'm like, dang. So it's like, I can only imagine when I elevate to the next stage and how much I'm gonna be charging later on. I got a question. So how do you feel about this? Uh... Oh, go ahead. How do you feel about this, uh, you know, this whole like versus thing? Like, how do, what is this? Like, yeah, good okay, good so good with the versus, I, I, you talking about the music versus? Yeah, like, yeah, what, I don't, I've never watched one. I think it's, it's dope, but I that. only think it's dope when it's a good lineup because a lot of times they've had lineups that I didn't think were that interesting. But when it's a good lineup, mm -hmm. it's, it, it calls for a good show. You got to know how to match the people. I thought it was a really good idea when they matched Ashanti with Keisha Cole because mm -hmm. they're both in each other's lane. You have mm -hmm. to match people that are in each other's lane. If they're not in each other's lane, it's like, yeah. no, nah, I don't want to see that, you know? So let's see what, what else. The last, what do you think? What do you think? I of thought their the last Gucci versus? and the, the Gucci. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was, that was. That, okay, so I gave it to Jeezy. I didn't. But Gucci's my favorite. But. Ah, okay. So what are they, so like, the reason, are they like rap, I'll are tell they you why, battling? Though. The reason why it was intense is because you got to know the history of Jeezy and Gucci. If you yeah. know the history of Jeezy and Gucci, it makes the battle that much better. Like, for right. example, be like 50 Cent and ja there was battling. a story told, and, and, <laughs> I, and I'm not, and I'm, 50 and Ja Rule, I would love to see that. Yeah, that'd be, that like, would be that. something. Just, oh my not God. That, not only does it have to be the good lineups, but it also has to be people that actually had hits. And 50 right. and Ja Rule would be so good because 
they were both very strong when they were came, when they came out. They uh-huh. both have back to back hits that they could play, and they both have that that you know that beef Ooh, that they've beef. had for all Ooh. these years. That's why the beef was so cool because they had that beef, and it was like. Okay, let's see what they do, you know? So, Just like back in the day, they said Jeezy sent somebody to do something to Gucci. Gucci did you know what I'm saying? It, it uh, is a lot. It's, it's a uh, lot, you know? It's so, a lot. So it's like when those songs got played, mm-hmm. I guarantee everybody that was watching from home was like, ooh, what's going to happen? You know what I'm saying? Because you want to see it. But at the end of the day, I gave it to Jeezy because at the end, a, a lot of these guys, when they was in the streets, that was the tape that was being played. That was, right. the, that was the song that was playing in the car. That was the motivation yeah. behind the hustle. And that was a lot, of, a, a lot of dudes growing up. That was that, especially that album was the album that just, it really fed the streets. And I, right. I got to give it to the snowman. You know what I'm saying? But Gucci, if we talking about appearance and, and yeah. your grind and, and staying independent and staying and doing your thing, I'm going to give it to Gucci. So like, are they like? I don't. Are they like? Because I've never even watched the verses. I'm just, you know, I can. I read, I'm the type. You gotta tune for, I'm, in. Some I'm of here them for, is whack, the though. They Look, do have I'm, some of them that be whack. But it, it just depends on that person's fan base. The, it's the, like the, the, the brandy the one are gonna be good when you see. Some, I, I, was, I wasn't the there. Brandy the brandy one. The, the, yeah, the brandy one was not that good. Are that they singing that song? I was hoping. So what they do is they pick songs on both sides, top songs, and then they battle them out. But they. They pick. I don't know how oh. they pick the songs, but it, it's going to be like their greatest songs, and it's going to go against the other person. And then, and like, what are they doing? Them up to where the songs are work. they rapping their they're songs or are they just standing there listening to they're their just, own songs? St- they're standing there vibing to their own music. Mm-hmm. Some of them sing, some of them rap, some of them, you know, <laughs> they just kind of do their thing. But this it's my just, greatest it's dope album to see because because it, it reminds you. It, it's really to me. It's outside of the verses. It's a time to give them their flowers. It's a yeah. time to say, hey, thank you for that music you gave us. Thank you for the 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 joy we felt listening to it. Mm-hmm. And thank you for the memories that we're all remembering as we're listening to these songs. Music right. always puts you in that time zone. It reminds you of where you were when that song came out. And it's just like a way for us to tell those artists thank you, you know? Oh, that's, that's yeah, yeah. See, my always thought was like, I think I'm thinking like Smack DVD. I'm like, oh, they about to battle. Like, like they just oh, no, freestyle. No, they, I'm like, oh, they ain't shit, out there what? like rubbing their bars <laughs> right. to each other. But, that's like what that, I was but, thinking. You know? But, but okay. They, they but, do it but, like but, the go, song for song. But going, going, going with that, don't you guys think that if they were allowed, not, I mean, they're allowed to go pretty much whatever they want to, but if they really brought some of that beef brought, if they really brought some of that beef to, to it, to the verses, like say the Gucci and, and, uh, and the uh, Jeezy one, if they were really like, hey, this is, this is you know, back when you were coming for this, this, and this, this is why I made this song, this is on you, wouldn't that add more to the verses, do you think? Like Monica, yeah, like go Monica yeah, and Brady. You Monica don't, don't want to give it the opportunity to start new beef though yeah you don't want that's that's what true, you don't want true. you don't because in 2020 they gonna switch you up in 30,000 ways and make it yeah. seem like something is not and boom now it's new beef and we don't even need that energy mm. we went through enough exactly. in 2020 you know, you're on a meme you on a meme that's honestly that's the worst fear right now you don't want to be a meme like that's you definitely oh don't God, want to be a meme. that's worse than jail it's, yeah. it's <laughs> once you become a meme it's like game over i did a rap battle um back in like 2005 with a girl and somebody made her a meme and every year around the time of the day of the rap battle it always resurfaces every year and i'm just i always am like dang dang that's so messed up when they tag me i always try to just skip past it so it doesn't keep popping up on the top but it's like ah it's like every year on the same date yeah she hating she hating every time she opened her instagram it's like oh god really like to this day i've reached out to her before and i'm always like hey you know we have such an epic rap battle let's do a song together and she's like nah (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i apologize like you that's that shit happens to you. You have to literally have to change your career. Like you can't be yeah. what you were when that happened. It's too hard. <laughs> it's it's too hard to come back from those. Oh man, that's it's that's brutal. But speaking of memes, and we're talking um, so obviously two weeks ago, I think it was two weeks ago, the uh the Nate Robinson Jake Paul fight was embarrassing. But how do you guys feel about this new I mean Floyd Mayweather fighting Logan Paul. Now, Floyd from Grand Rapids, so he represented all of okay, us. Okay, Floyd, Floyd needs to decide whether he's going to retire or not at this point. No, no, no. Because... The man's retired. No, he's... Yeah, he, he's, he's, he's no, not no. retired. He's, he's going to keep yeah, coming he's, back every time somebody says something. All he's doing is he's Mike Tyson tight fights. The same thing Mike Tyson and Roy Jones yeah. did. That That's all boring. he's doing no, right now. the Mike he's, Tyson and Roy fight was so childish. So, I felt so bad. 
I, felt I just so bad. felt like somebody's back was gonna go out. Somebody <laughs> was gonna need a wheelchair. Like at this point, it looked like two <laughs> drunk uncles. I wasn't here for that. Like, <laughs> it just wasn't right. It was. I right. mean, it was it was it was okay fight, but it was boring. It, it was it was kind of boring. But at the same time, me, you know, I grew up watching Mike Tyson. I grew up yeah. watching Roy Jones. For, you know, for, I the, wanted, for I, the love of the but, sport, it was awesome. But it was like, yeah. all right. I mean, it was like it was now. like it was like versus for boxers, basically. Now, that's basically what, what it was? Yeah. What would happen if, like, if if Floyd Mayweather loses? Oh, that's not gonna happen. That's gonna be that's, that's not. not we're never gonna hear the end of it. But he it's could. Be like Nate at this point, at this point, it's logically impossible for Floyd to lose. Well, I don't well, even think well, that they're yeah. gonna. Even if the person probably could beat him, I don't think they would try. But well, I don't think I don't think Floyd is fighting person. He he thought he was gonna originally fight. I think he was going to, I thought, I think he thought he was going to fight, uh, where the guy that, that knocked out Nate was, uh, uh Jake I, I think that at this Jake point, Paul. he's I not he going to fight anybody that he, um, could thinks is to. a challenge. I, I think either one, either one he, he could win, but I think he thought he was going to fight, uh, Jake Paul and now he's fighting the Logan guy. He's like, Oh wait, this is the wrong guy. But well, the, lo- lo- the Logan Paul, the Logan guy is, is way more popular than his brother. He was like the original. Yeah, but it's like I hope that oh, this doesn't jump in yeah. this ring thinking, "Oh, I just okay. knocked Buddy out." It's gonna be the same type of fight. Like, right. don't come in there with that attitude. The, like, the don't only, lucky. The only way I see, you know, well, because Logan, the only the way he does have is he's like six one, and Floyd is like he's got a long reach. Five, he has a long six, five, five, seven. Yeah, he has but, a long reach, but Floyd has speed. Right. Speed and true. and and history and and I mean. I wouldn't be surprised. And, he, and Floyd really, because, you know, I'm a part of that camp. You know, I, I'm tied in with that camp. Floyd doesn't stop training ever. Right. No. Nah, ever. It doesn't, it doesn't. You know, I mean, so, I'm not. Do you think he, you think he does? You think sleep. he like, trains? Iron Man. Like, you think he trains consistently just in case he has to fight these YouTubers in the future? <laughs> absolutely. Probably always so. prepared. I mean, 100%. if people people talk about you know Floyd only fights when, he, when he's getting ready to go broke. How about Floyd only fights when he's ready to buy an island somewhere? I mean, yeah. think about it. And then is, I mean, at this <laughs> point, it's probably impossible for Floyd to go broke. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think Floyd, he's no. Nah, Floyd can do literally he, anything. Like, I don't think he has enough like point. years left in his life to spend all his money. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's no way. That's Statistically, no way. you can't uh, go broke. He's not going broke. Uh, he's definitely not going broke. Hey, at this I, point, I mean, if he goes I can't broke, say it's gonna that. be like his kids, kids, whatever. I mean, I mean, we can't say that because I mean, Alan Iverson almost went broke, you know. Yeah, yeah, but, that's so, true. So, but, so but then again, but you guys also have to remember it's twenty twenty. You know, Alan Iverson at that time didn't have the proper system around him to know right. what different things he can invest in, what different things he could be doing. As to twenty twenty Floyd Mayweather, his hand is in totally Everything. different things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't yeah. have back then it was where you were trying to get endorsements. Nowadays it's when these endorsements are literally banging on your door like right. and you can't that's you can't true. go broke and be called the money team. You know, that just doesn't yeah, make sense, right? Yeah. That kind of helps it a little make bit. Sense. I will say well, yeah, the I Paul mean, brothers I mean, are and really smart. from the streets. That's another thing y'all got to remember. He's from the streets. So it's like he going to be tied in in every aspect. So <laughs> I just don't see him. I don't see Floyd going but broke. I will say though the brothers, the the Paul brothers they smart. They making a buttload of money from doing this. Win or lose, like imagine like no one expects yeah. you to win, yeah. and if you lose, you, you still win. get paid. So you it's, still, it's, well, yeah. for one, you're, you're getting paid million dollars just for losing the fight, uh-huh. and then the endorsements yeah. that are, and, that and are, are going to come Floyd. behind that. You're fighting yeah, the, Floyd. exactly. You're, you're, the fight you're fighting Floyd. Floyd. It now, puts let me ask your you name this. out there. Do, do you think that like waters down? And almost is like an embarrassment to the sport of boxing because I mean you got these guys who have trained their whole life and will never get a chance to fight Floyd Mayweather, but then like you got someone who's not even affiliated with the sport and can just come in and make you know the type of money you want to make, you know, just for show. Yeah. You don't like the favorite, become the favorite. But see, that's right. what, but see, unfair. That's like, it's like life is unfair. We're in a game now where back in the day, Nicki Minaj had to drop 17 mixtapes in order to get somebody to even look at her. And I could mm-hmm. go drop a video on YouTube right now and get signed by the biggest label tomorrow. You know, yeah. the, the opportunities yeah. are different. You can't get changes. mad when the times change. You got to figure out how to change with it. That's true. That's true. Very true. That's true. YouTube University, baby. I'm headed for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm headed for it. You, so, Effie, let me ask you this. And I, just, you know, as far as me go, do you feel, and I'm sure you probably know this question was coming, it, you know, it, the game is strictly hustle, but do you feel like you got to work a little harder being a female or is it just leveled for everyone? Um, I think that 
that's a tricky question because a lot of people feel like it's harder as a woman. But um, I think that it, that's on both sides. There's going to be situations where it's going right. to be tougher for the woman and it's going to be certain situations where it's tougher for the man. Right. I could, there's going to be certain events where me being a woman will play in my favor and it might not work for a guy. And then there's going to be times when, you know, it might work in the guy's favor and not mine. So it really just depends on what you're doing and how you're doing it. I just always say, like I said, my main motto for anything, don't like the favorite, become the favorite. Don't like how yeah. they're moving change their mind do and, something different and the beautiful thing about you know music or even even the rap game in general is like at the end of the day like especially me when i listen to artists like i, I judge you on what you're saying you know what i'm hearing you know like i don't care so what you look like you know it's you know the the, the talent will speak for itself you know and i think that's why i was you know to revert back to what i was saying earlier when i was listening you know listening through your through your album going through everything it's just like if it sounds good, I just, I just let it go. Just let it play. Let it yeah, play. But you can it, keep you know. letting it play. But because a lot of new artists mess up by being so thirsty to put out some music that they're not caring about the quality. A lot right, of my songs, right. I've probably went to four or five different studios and re-recorded until I got mm. the version that I liked the most. I, I have songs on there that you don't understand. We've probably worked on those songs for months before we finally felt like Make It Last. I made Make It Last two years ago. Oh, and wow. I finally got the version of the song back that I felt like was good enough to be put out. So it's like yeah. you, you have to you have to care about perfecting your craft. You have to know that every time you put something out, that could be the one thing that 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 A&R or that agent or that record label hears. You never know right. what they hear. So every project needs to be your best project. Exactly. You know? So exactly. I just try to so make sure I, I put myself through different challenges. You know, my mom used to make me read pages out the dictionary and I like if I got in trouble I would have to write down words from the dictionary <laughs> like and bars, when I got bars. older I I actually started just randomly doing it where I said every day for an hour I'm gonna pick a page out the dictionary and I'm gonna learn a couple of new words because your music is only as good as your vocabulary there's only so many songs that you can put out if you don't know the words you know right. so it's like as long as I'm learning new words, I'm coming up with new commentary for my music. If if I don't know any new words, my songs are all gonna sound the same. Exactly. That's and, that, and that's why you know a lot of people give me flack for this, but I'm a big fan of of, of Drake. I know he's you know commercial. Oh whatever. my god, here but, he goes again. But I always say this. I say he's consistently good because he's smart. Like you could like he's if you so listen smart. to cer certain things he says, like you know, in compared to like you know his competition it's just it's, it's on a different level and the vocab is yeah. so important like you know having like five different words that you know explain one word having synonyms and acronyms and all that other stuff because you know it it it, it makes you more versatile but if you only know Absolutely. you know your abcs that's all oh, that's the yeah, max you could ever that's be all we gonna get you yeah. know it's like you're gonna give us that good hit and then when we're waiting for more, everything's going to sound like that hit. And we don't want that. We want something new. People want flavors. People want to feel like different people when they hear music. You, they want to bring out different characters, different styles, different sounds, different moods. Different you might yeah. be sad one day. One day I might be feeling like a wife. Tomorrow I might be feeling like a city girl. You know what I'm saying? Like you've got to be able to tap into those different sides and be able to have something for everybody. Well, damn. That's, yeah. hey, that's as true as it gets. Um, Sean. <laughs> so, uh, so let me ask you this real quick. Since you've been doing this since 2000, well, at least 2005, because you say you were, you know, you were doing a rap battle then. In this, in this game, has the treatment for you changed a lot being a female in this, in, in this game? Like, how has Absolutely. that changed? Um, when I first started doing music, I used to reach out to guys to get on their songs and stuff, and I never got responses. It was more of like guys would laugh, like, what are you doing? You rapping? <laughs> you know, and it's like now those same guys are the same people that are emailing me like, hey, can you get on this song? Hey, I'm know? sorry for what happened back then. Yeah, <laughs> back you know, and it's like, and I, I used to... I used to take it negatively, you know, experiencing mm -hmm. that change and mm -hmm. experiencing like people treating me different until I got to the point where I understood life is about levels and you have to understand that that level that, that I was at then might not have been where, you know, where I could be requesting the type of things I request now, right. but I worked hard and I, I earned the fact that now I can move up and I can say, Hey, this is what I do now. This is how I move now. This is how I operate. So it was definitely a big change. And even with the different styles, like I said, I went from poetry to battle rap to then doing hip hop and, and putting out music and, and songs mm -hmm. and stuff. So I went through my stages and, and I realized the change that I got. But one thing I, I see now is the amount of respect I receive now, because now they're like, OK, 
Back then, we thought you was just playing because you know what I'm saying. We Back remember then, you doing the poetry and now you they rap, all over. But now I respect your grind. I respect what you're doing, and I respect that you're still consistently pushing the same thing. All right, damn, that's that's, that's that was a, that was a good like. You ever go to an interview and like, yeah, that was a, that was a good answer. <laughs> yeah. can, you, uh, can you start today? <laughs> for real though, for real. Though. You know, it's so funny when I do interviews, they always tell me that like you have some really good, some really good answers. Yeah, that, what are you doing after this? So what? What's what has been your worst venue thus far? Um, to well, yeah, what and, and, and what and what and what so made time, and what made it the worst? Okay, so one thing about me is I don't care if it's two people that show up to the show, I'll still perform. I don't care. But one time, somebody reached out to my manager and asked us to come to a show. So we said, okay. So we get on a, we got a party bus. They, they told us that they're going to send the party bus and it was going to take us to their city. And, you know, so we're like, we're going to bring a team of people since they're showing us that love. We right. put 40 people on this party bus. Middle of the mm -hmm. winter in Michigan. You guys, we get on the party bus halfway through the ride because it was in Detroit, so it was two hours. An hour mm. in, the heat goes out in the bus. Oh! But at this time, but at this time, everybody's so well, drunk and lit, nobody cares. Yeah, you know, yeah there's 40 people on a bus. They're hot on the bus. You know, yeah, that's 40 people on a bus. We're jamming, everybody's lit. Two hours in, now it feels like you're at a party once you're on a bus for two hours, you know? Right. So now we're getting kind of tired, but we're like, all right, we got to the venue. You guys, we walk in and it's like a, like a hillbilly kind of <laughs> bar. Oh, wow. So they're, they're looking at us like, who are, Why are you here? <laughs> and we're like, you gotta be kidding me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I don't care. I'm still going to get on stage. I get on stage. I do my thing. We rock out. And then we're like, we're out. You know what I'm saying? We already got to drive back for two hours. That That's going to be like the rest of the party. Right. Now, yeah. like I said, we was drunk driving there. It's already kind of worn off. We're kind of all sober now. So now, remember, we got to take this two-hour trip back to Grand Rapids on a oh, bus with man. no heat in the middle Yo. of the Yo. Jeez. That was sad. <laughs> Somebody was trying to say, it, it was probably a girl. And the dude that was driving the bus was cussing us out the whole ride. <laughs> hey, can you tell your, can you tell your peoples back have, there to I sit down? I have pictures of that night, and the, the, the people on the bus are literally, like, huddled together. They got, like, one or two coats, because it's, like, a whole bunch of girls in little outfits, you know? And yeah. they're, like, freezing, trying to all cover with the same jacket. It was tragic. Oh it was God. tragic. It was tragic. You, you got to have one of those. You always got to have one of those, you know? Just... You got to. You got to. It always makes us laugh. You know, like, when it pops up in our memories on Facebook, everybody always tags each other. Like, remember this night? It's remember this always night? something like, to laugh at. We were frozen solid, but we had fun. <laughs> yeah, Facebook always right. reminded you. Like, yeah, remember this 10 right. years ago on this day, what you did? Yeah, just... Just share it for everybody. Exactly, <laughs> um, exactly. So, Alfie, so we um, like to play a little game. I know I have a few other stories I want to cover, but hey, to hell with those. I'm sure you already know about them. But we play a little <laughs> game called um, What the Florida. It's kind of like how we kind of wrap up the show. It's pretty fun. Sean, okay. I'll let you explain it. He's the one that kind of makes the rules. Yeah. Be careful, though, because his rules are kind of like – Shaky, like don't, it, why, why, you know, why, why are you gonna why, why are you gonna you know pollute my rules? Why are you, why are you gonna you know add to my rules? You don't need, I, at least let me give the rules first, and then you can add on. But you can't pollute it before nope. I even all right. Put so it out there. know the answer. This could be questions. You gonna know the answer, but just uh, again, like, no, okay. you're putting it out before I even give the rules. Look at you. <laughs> see, this is the professionalism I'm dealing with. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. But yes, uh, we have a segment called What Florida? That's how we end the show every okay. single week. Um, basically, I'm going to read three different stories. They all happen in Florida, mostly. Um, there may be one story where like the person, it won't be in this one, I can tell you that right now, but maybe one story where a person's not necessarily in Florida, but they're from, from Florida. But all the okay. these stories are, happen in Florida. They happen in sometimes the same part of Florida or in three different cities. All okay. you got to do is name what part of Florida it, ha it happened in? It's either North Florida, which is Jacksonville to Pensacola. Well, do you, now, do you know where these, like, I know uh, like, you don't live in Florida. Yeah, so well, do I don't know, know much about Florida. So, right, so, so, okay, I'm, oh, I got you. I got right, well, Go ahead. I Look, got you, it. Man. Hey, I you the man. You the man. All right, Jacksonville. Okay, so North Florida is Jacksonville. Do you know Duval? I'm sure you heard of Duval. I call her. Yeah. People screaming Duval. That's Jacksonville. So that's okay. uh, that's that's basically South Georgia, North Florida area. That's what we call it. we call it South Georgia, but that's okay. that's the area. And then you have Pensacola, which is right next to Alabama. 
So that's where okay. those two are. Then you have Central Florida, which is where oh, we are right now. Oh my God, we're at Gainesville. <laughs> we have Gainesville and Ocala. You know, University of Florida is there. That's that's what we call Central okay. Florida. Tampa. That's for whatever reason they call Tampa Central Florida. Really, it's only him. All right, let me yeah. ask you this: we, so. have, we have the we have the University of <laughs> South Florida here, but yet. They want to call it Central Florida. We Whatever. are in Central okay. Florida. Whatever. All right. If you go to Orlando, it's called University of Central Florida. If, That's if, Orlando. If, if are Tampa, we Orlando? No. So what's Orlando Tampa. considered? Central. Central. Florida. Oh, okay. Orlando we, is Central. We, we, we on the same parallel. Us in our in our uh, in Orlando. Not no. Orlando <laughs> is 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 up above us. You, you can't call us. Tampa South Florida, and then what do you call Miami then? Because that's the South of the South. That's yes, South Florida, of course. Not, okay, you don't have to go to the south of the south to be in the south. I mean, because everything below up and here's so, and here's but Miami is just is the only part considered the south. No, no, no. See exactly <laughs> everything below <laughs> but everything below <laughs> everything below I four, which is I four is a highway that, that runs from the west coast to east coast of of Texas, okay. of, of Florida. Everything below that is considered south Florida, uh, south Florida, which is Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Sarasota, all that. So okay. if you hear it, it really won't matter, but you kind of get the gist of it when you hear the stories. The stories kind of tells you where it happened, where these people are, are being this crazy. the longest explanation for a game ever. <laughs> it's either going to be North, but, Central, or South. That's it. Pretty, okay, pretty let's much, do it. Pretty much. Let's pretty do much. It. Pretty much. Uh, anyway, yeah, and that was a long explanation. Normally, you know, that was pretty long. Anyway, so let's play What the Floor. <clears throat> First story. Uh, let me say it for the last one. <laughs> Florida, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> First story, let me say that for the last one. <laughs> yeah, he changed the rules every time, we, yeah. every time you do this. But go hey, ahead. I, can, I can read the stories in my order. Anyway, Florida man climbs atop playground equipment at a park, tells kids where babies come from. <laughs> <laughs> a Florida man climbed atop a piece of equipment, a piece of playground equipment, Sunday and yelled at a bunch of children in the area. His message, where babies come from, police took Otis Dwayne Ryan, 30 years old, into custody on a charge of disorderly conduct. The incident, occurred, the incident occurred about 3 p.m. Sunday at a park in the area. I was just said Ryan at first was approaching tourists and making inappropriate comments to women in an effort to get their male partners to confront him. An officer in the, <laughs> an officer in the area was watching him at the... Wow, this dude was in watch doing this stuff. Come on now. Come on, man. I feel like I already know what that is. <laughs> uh, Lord. Anyway, I watched Ryan walk over to the busy playground area and climb to the top of the children's toys. Climb to the top of one of the children's toys that was being occupied by children between the ages of four and six. And the officer wrote in an arrest report. Now, this that person to, wrote that horribly. And by the, the way, this doesn't have to be like horribly. recent news because I know some stuff yeah. ain't gonna okay. make sense. Yeah, COVID be- mess. It used to be recent, and then COVID happened, and so people decided to stay in their houses for a little while. <laughs> and also, if you win, you win a Chick Fil A gift card. By the way. Okay. Well, that was when we were in studio. That's when we were in studio. And I'll also say that I've won like 10 times and I have not got my gift card yet. (laughs) You're the co-host. You can't get the gift card, man. I got to eat too, man. I got (laughs) to (laughs) eat. All right. All right. That's story one. Oh, wait, wait. He then started shouting from the top, telling children that babies come out of women and use a vulgar term in in doing so. But we know what he said there. Okay. (laughs) Story two. <clears throat> male stripper shot five. Only reason I'm doing this doing the story is because the person's okay. I mean, oh, he's, he's, alive. <laughs> he's alive. That's the reason why I'm doing it. You gotta solve his solve a murder. Yeah. <laughs> male stripper shot five times after showing up at a gang hideout by mistake in a cop costume. Oh, oh my sucks. gosh. That's <laughs> I'm telling you, that that's a bad day. That's that a bad that's day. That's a bad day. Oh my god! And you gotta reevaluate your job at that yeah. point. <laughs> How do you end up in like a, a uh? What, what? That's what they get trying to be sexy. Trying to be like, sexy in a cop outfit, like just that, stop. That's and, and the cops wasn't like, that, why is he got on booty shorts? Or the here's the story: an exotic dancer hired to entertain a bachelorette party was almost killed after he showed up to the wrong address, enter, entering an MS-13 hideout. 
<laughs> in his policeman costume. The 26-year-old 26-year-old stripper, Steve McCone, was hired to show up at a bachelor party entertainer group. So anyway, that's right. that story. Okay. All right. It could have been he could have been showing up for like initiation, you know? And they were just like, oh, oh man, you said your boy was an undercover cop. You ain't say he was an undercover brother. <laughs> I mean, okay, okay, I'll give more of the story. The absent-minded young man noted the street name incompletely and showed up at a house on Alistras Lane instead of Alistras Court. That's pretty close. Right, that's pretty that's, that's pretty close. All right. And this is from one of the this is from one of the witnesses. I saw what I thought was a policeman on the porch. Then I heard gunshots. I saw the cop throw his gun, scream like a girl, and run <laughs> when <laughs> run my five men with guns who were firing at him nonstop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I second witness. I wondered why this cop had no backups, but since I thought the police was already there, I didn't call nine one one. Damn, that's, that's <laughs> oh my god right. that's a bad day that's a bad day anyway that's story two and the last story this is a nice little feel good story for our, our last story because you know it's the holiday season wait Florida. wait 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 that's the second story yeah that was that's the second, the second story. story that story too okay wait you tell me about the story about the man getting on the playground and doing that, that was crazy the first stuff. one then you that tell me the story. stripper guy yep and then this is the, and then this is yeah. the third one he's about this is the third story. But then you just tell me another story. No, that no, was no, all no, no, the no, same no. story. That was that yeah, was a witness. Oh, from the, the, same the, story. the guy not calling the police is about the guy. That was <laughs> yeah, the, he's part of the. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> so he, he was the cop, so he didn't call the police. But no, yeah, yeah. All right, but no backups. With no backup, that's messed up. That is messed up. Anyway, for a nice little feel-good holiday story, Florida man pays 114 households utility bills. Utility bill is about to be disconnected. I think I know nice what that is. Nice little story. That was nice. All right. Nice Business help. owner Michael Esmond donated thousands of dollars to pay the bills of 114 families who are at risk of having their utilities shut off. Okay. According to a report from CNN, according, according to the Gulf Breeze Utility Supervisor, Joan Oliver, because you don't know where Gulf Breeze is, so it's okay. Esmond paid $7,615.40 to cover the expenses of the bills, which were past due. Okay. News outlet reported. Holiday cards notifying the families that their utility bills have been paid will be mailed next week. These people don't even know it's been paid yet. They're still stressing. They don't even know. They're double paying right now. They don't even know. That Um, that means they're about to get. They mean they about to scrimge and 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 get out that little money that and and we've all been there. You get that little check. You're like, oh, (laughs) I can actually pay that bill. And all of a sudden, something's to pay off. Like, oh, yeah, I got some money in my pocket now. They gotta pay it. So let's see. They gotta pay it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I think I got this one down. I'm gonna go first, just so you know. I'm gonna give you my reasoning. So, first story to do in the playground, telling kids how babies are made. All right, so that's some pedophile type shit, obviously. So, <laughs> let's see in Florida. Where do all the pedophiles live in Florida? I'm going to say probably north. I'm gonna go with north on the first story. Okay, and then yeah, you go, you go. Ah, you gotta do. This oh, you want to do one? Okay, so then yeah. what, what do you do? So you you doing north for the first one? Yeah. All right. Um, what do you got for the first? I already know what I, I got for all of them. <laughs> all right. Okay. We're just going by one. Let's go going one at a time. Okay. So the first one, I said North too. All right. You're and both I said wrong. North because oh. Oh, you said oh, go, no. ahead, go ahead. Yeah, you can tell she's wrong. You gotta listen to the reason. I, 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 got, I got to hear the reason. I got to hear the reason. I didn't know she had a reason. Okay. So the reason why I picked my answers is because I'm prejudging the people. Already, just based off of that's the whole point. That's the whole, that's the whole point of it. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, so that's why I gave number once I heard the story. I'm like, uh, I don't see people in the south doing that. And then when I think of central, I'm thinking of people around my age and okay. um, a lot of college people and stuff like that. And I'm like, that doesn't sound like something they would do. So, okay. I, I, gave it, I gave it to the north, but if it ain't the north, it probably is the south because they a little crazy over there. We was both wrong. Uh, you're both wrong. It happened in Clearwater Beach, Florida. Oh, so that was Central. Damn. Yeah, it happened Pedophiles. here. Pedophiles. <laughs> Damn. It happened here. And, and the guy looks nothing like you think he would look at uh, all. They never do. <laughs> they never do. At all. All right. So, all right, so second story. Second the story. Bachelor, the the, the exotic MS- dancer who went to a I MS-13 hot out. I said South. <laughs> I'm going, I'm going I'm South. I'm going straight to the South. Yes. Yeah, all right. Reasonings. Anybody have reasonings? Well, because it's the south. It's the south. <laughs> yeah, and when I, I think of stripper, I think of Miami. 
Yeah. And wait, but but you said the story. The witness saw the cop throw his gun. So the <laughs> gun with him too. Fake guns. Yeah, <laughs> the whole vibe gun. of it sounds like the south side. Yeah, that's one hundred percent, one hundred percent wrong. It wrong? happened what? in Orlando. In Orlando. So what's that? Central. Central. Yeah. 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 Central got a lot of going, going on. Yeah, out they got there. a lot of. This might be one of those tricky scenarios where they all in the same spot. All right. So third guy, let's see. He's the Very one. good story. He paid 114 household utility bills. Now, I know nobody in the South Florida would ever be that nice. So, <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say North just because it's closer to other nicer states. So I'm going mm. North. That's okay. Um, well, I don't know because, you know, everybody got their unemployment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never mm. know who feeling good. That, you know, them dudes from the South been stepping up lately. But... Uh. Um, I'm gonna give it to. I'm gonna give it to the north. Gonna give it to the north. All right. Well, you both are one for one for three. It happened okay. in Gulf Breeze, Florida, which is a suburb of Pensacola. Close enough. Okay. Baby. North. So yeah, right there. Yeah, out. Well, you got bad. one. That's not bad. Look, look, we on the same page though. Long, see, connecting on the same see? page. That's an Eric Tran blood. It's an Eric yeah. Tran blood. You feel me? Hey, I <laughs> want. I want to say one last thing though. Uh, Africa. Wanted to let you know, my co- I have a cousin. Her name is actually Africa, so that's pretty cool. Oh, dope! Really? Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Shout out to her, yeah. um, Africa McIntyre, cousin of mine. But yeah, Afi, what's what's you know before we close, what's what's next? What's uh, what, yes. what plans do you have coming up here? And and please, you go ahead guys your, will your, be uh, seeing me doing a lot of acting this ooh. coming year. Um, I have teamed up with a couple of different productions production companies and we're gonna we're gonna try it out and see how good i do and you know so we're shooting we're shooting big with that we're gonna see how good i can do with that and then i also have affy reloaded volume two coming well, next come? year next year so, well, you talking january you talking next year i i yeah, can't yeah. give a day out okay. yet okay. but 2021 the project will be released and with this project it will be a project that has all visuals so, all right. Oh, that's what I like to hear. There will be a video oh, yeah. of like every to song. <laughs> yeah, and 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 what's going to be very different about Afi Reloaded Volume Two is Afi Reloaded Volume One was just the introduction, so there was a lot of videos with just me and my people posted up. Right. Um, Afi Reloaded Volume Two will be storylines. It'll be full blown nice. movies. These videos all will right, be okay. telling exactly what the song is talking about. So we're going to do it a little different this time, and yeah, that's time okay. to take that's off. Right. That's amazing. And Afi, do us one more. Hey, I, how how do people find? Uh, what were you about to say? Yeah, I was gonna ask the same thing. You know what? Yeah. Give it to so how, 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 how do people find? Yeah, how do people find you? Um, and where do they find you? You can search Affy on any platform: okay. uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, anything you can think of. You go to YouTube, search Affy. Make sure you guys download the tape. Affy Reloaded Volume One. There we go. There we go. Listen, I already got it. You know, <laughs> we we in there. We in there. So check it out and and make sure you guys tap in with me on Instagram and you'll get up to date on any movies we do, any TV shows, any projects or events that we're going to be a part of, it will always be posted to my Instagram first at okay. Affy Official. So make sure you guys check that out, A-F-F-Y Official. Got it. All you right. got it posted. Affy, any last words? You want to say anything yes. to people, friends, Thank family? you for having me, you guys. I rock with you guys. You know, I'll come back whenever you guys need me. Shout out to the fam. You know, I got to shout out my dad. <laughs> you know what I mean? My little bro, you know. But yeah, shout out to everybody watching. Thank you for the support. Continue with the support and, you know, show love. Support your people, support your friends, and, and make sure you're always tapped into what they're doing. You never know. They might blow tomorrow. You want to be true. connected. Very true. That's Abby, true. That's thank true. you so much yes. for coming on. We love you. We for support sure. you. We got your back. Thank we you. Want you on again. Thank you. Let us know Locked whenever you're We will available. check you out. We will check you out, definitely. And let him know. Uh, let us know, yeah, of course, when you're available next time. And um, sure. next time you come on, you know, we want to play some of your music. You know, yeah, yeah, so let's do it. Really, definitely, you know, definitely. Hear, hear, hear what you what you have to say. Um, sure. I don't have anything. You have anything else? I am golden. All right. Well, All right, this has been the weekly review with Sean and Rock. I am Sean the Keenatorius, and of course, I'm, I'm joining on with. And I'm still trying to figure my name out, but we're going to Ciroc for now. Peace <laughs> out. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Take care.